Welcome to Make It Plain from Make Plain Jesus Ministries featuring Pastor James Bryan, where we take biblical truths in everyday situations and break them down to be as plain as possible. So, stay tuned and enjoy the broadcast. Welcome everybody, and I am excited that you chose to join us this morning or this afternoon or evening, whatever time of day it is that you're listening to this podcast, that you can just get some biblical truths for everyday life. And so as you know, as we continue to put out episodes of these podcasts, and and we've been fortunate enough to do this for a while now, and we started doing it right at the beginning of the pandemic and so forth, but we've continued because um, it seems to be helping folks, and and there are many folks who listen to it on a regular basis, and I, I choose to think that you're one of them and you're spreading the word about that. So we're thankful for you taking the time out to listen to these truths that are very practical and easy to digest and to apply. And so today, much like all the other ones, we have something else that we want to share with you. You see, when we think about uh, our lives and day after day and, and what we're doing, the expectation is that there is some type of change that occurs over time. And if you're living life like everyone probably should, there should be changes that occur at different segments of your life. Those changes could be of many different types. It could be changes just in physical appearance. It could be changes in the way that you perceive the world around you. It could be changes in how you do your everyday routine. There could be changes in where you work or or where you spend your time. But changes happen. And so the question is, you know, how do you deal with that? And so I want to address something in that area. And I, I want to ask you this question, which really is the title of this podcast. And it's called, What Has Changed? What Has Changed? And I bring this up because at this point of recording, we have just gotten through uh, or at the end of our Easter, Palm Sunday, Resurrection Sunday um, time period. And it was a beautiful time and for, for us anyway, for 2021. And, and I hope it was for you also. But what came to mind as I was meditating and prepping for this particular pro- podcast was, so now what has changed? What is different? Was it just that we had a great you know, time that we do once a year to celebrate Jesus as the risen Savior? Is, is that what the focus was? Is there anything else that's changed? Are we thinking about the fact that now that if you are in Christ, that you, know, you have uh, the promised, um, I guess, mansion in heaven and those other things, is, is that where the focus is only? What really has changed? And this was really something that was processing inside of me. And I figured I would ask you that question. What really has changed? What is different for you? And so when I think about it, it drew me to something else that uh, made me think about this a little bit more. And I want you to think about it along with me because, you know, (laughs) we're in this together, right? We are in this life walk together. We are in this pursuit of of the glory of God together through Christ. We are in this walk where we are our brother's keeper. We're we're in this together. (laughs) Some of you may say, I don't know about all that. Being in it together. 
Well, we are, whether you want to admit it or not. And, and we want to make sure that we all apply some things that will help you succeed in life. And what made me think about all this, too, was I was reading uh, a, a scripture, and, and it was early in the morning one time I was reading this, and this is what prompted the whole thought about, well, well where is this, and what's happening, and what's different? And it came from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and it, and it talks about, therefore, I'm sorry, chapter 5, verse 17, it talks about, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. And there's more around that, but just that one thought from that scripture that, man, there's supposed to be a change. There, there's supposed to be something different. And I'm not going to attack this or address this from a pure theological perspective. I'm addressing it from, well, how are you applying this truth, this scripture to your life? And that's something we have to think about. So we go to church, some of us. We listen to Christian TV or I remember my young days, if I, I felt like I listened to some Christian music, I felt like I did my, my, my obligation for the week. But some of us listen to music or read or, or just read inspirational things or, or try to think good thoughts is kind of what I hear others say. But in Christ, as the scripture begins to tell us, there's supposed to be a difference, a new creation. And so the question again is, well, many of you have been churchgoers or in Christ for a long period of time, the question is, what's different for you? What's changed? What's changed from last year to this year in your growth? What's changed if you just became a Christian? What is changing as you're considering becoming one? How do you apply that to everyday life? I thought about this a bit more and I realized this, and it's, it's something that has been progressive over time and it's something that I've known, but it's becoming more and more real to me, is that this change really is supposed to permeate all of our life, all of my life. And it's supposed to get in every aspect, every corner, every thought in every area. If what I said is true, then I have to look at what I do and, and what things should be changing. Now that we came through this resurrection season, then we have to realize that we're new. We're newly created because of what Jesus did. So what is that change and what does it look like? So let's look at it from this perspective. And, and I'm not necessarily doing it in any particular order, but I just want to put this out there to give you something to think about. So if there is a change, then I would imagine that there's a change in your relationship with the Lord, meaning it should be closer, meaning it should be paramount, meaning it should be more focused and more intent. And so if that is the case, what is it about that relationship that's changing? For some of you, it might be commitment to read more or to pray more or to study more. But for others, it may be that really you're going to listen more, that you are going to commit more, 
that you will put more of your focus in pursuing him in various ways. For others, it may be you've known that he's been trying to pull gifts that he's placed in you that you just keep holding off and not using. But maybe it is that now what's changing is you're saying as of today, as of the time that I listened to the Make It Plain podcast, that you are going to go ahead and sing more or write more or whatever it is that the gifting is that you've been holding back on. And if that's the case, that's a great thing to do. And for those who say you want to pray more, and so it may be that it is the way in which you're praying or the depth in which you're praying. So maybe your focus is learning more about what prayer truly is. Whatever that may be, then hopefully you're utilizing that. So that's something that should be changing. Remember, you're a new creation. Another category to think about is your family. How you interact with your family. When, when no one else outside your family is around, how is that relationship? How is the structure going? What are you doing to help grow the family as a whole? What is your part to help it continue to be more Christ-like, not just existing as a separate unity or unit, if you will, but more of one that is connected to what Jesus would look like a family to look like. So what's your role in that? What's changed from before Resurrection Sunday, before Palm Sunday to now? What does it look like going forward? What is your commitment? Is it praying more for one another? Is it not arguing over every little thing all the time? Maybe it's just looking out for one another more or spending more time together. And for some, maybe it's just reading scripture together, sharing truths, or, or maybe it's just spending time. There's a whole list of things that could fall into that category. So what is changing now? What has changed? As we call you this new creation, right? So what has changed? If I go a little bit further, I begin to look in other ways. Well, what's changed in your church or your, or your ministry? First of all, are you connected to one? You should. If you are one who says that you're a Christ follower, you need, you need to be connected. You need to be connected to one. One that is following the word of God. Find one. Hey, even the, the ministry that we have, make plain Jesus ministries. Open door. Come on in. But you need to be connected. So maybe part of what has changed is you are now connecting and getting involved and helping out wherever the need is. It may not be something where you have a title, but maybe it's just something. Hey, I'll I'll sweep the floors this time. I'll help with the kids this time. I'll whatever, fill in the blank. So maybe that's changed because you know this is all for the glory of God, right? And so now what you do is you're now committing in that area. Something has to change, right? It can't be the same year in and year out with no demonstrable changes. So let me ask you in another area then. What about your business? <laughs> For some people, <laughs> it's funny. Some people think what they call church or their faith totally separate from their business or their work life. The truth is, your whole life is your life. 
And that life is what the Lord is interested in, every aspect of your life. So there isn't a section that's so compartmentalized that you're saying that, Lord, you can't have any aspect or you can't reach into this in this segment. Everything else is okay, but not this segment. That's not what he's looking for. Anything you're involved in, of course, he's interested in. And so he wants to make sure that you understand that. So when it comes to your business and your business dealings, he's interested in that too. So then the question becomes, well, what does that look like? What does that look like? Does that mean I have to um, say glory to God when I'm at work and praise the Lord when people see me all the time? I would tell you no. Um, that's I'm giving you the, the James Bryan opinion here. But I would say no. But your walk, how you, how you interact, how you make decisions, how you do business, all of that is part of you being this new creation and, and having Christ in you. The decisions you may have made before Christ on different business aspects or, or, or maybe where you worked and how you made your decisions should be different from what you do now. There should be a change. There should be something different. Maybe the way that you rose to a certain level was by demeaning other people and stepping on them so that you can step on top of them. But then there comes a point that you realize that's not the way. And so the way that you deal with that, to deal with competition, to deal with other folks that are around, to deal with um, just, just impactful pressures of, of the work life should be a little bit different. The way that you used to kind of go off the deep end and get upset when things didn't go quite right, well, it should be different now how you address them. It doesn't mean you don't address them. That doesn't mean it, it, it isn't really happening, but it's the way you do it and how you look at coming up with the right answers. Let me give you an example. So maybe there's something that a presentation that wasn't going well or or you're hearing about something that potentially your client doesn't like. And your client could be your boss. It could be another department. It could be another company or or an agency. It, you know, just fill in that blank. And maybe in the past you used to scream and holler and panic and do things because you think, oh, no, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. And, and what will people think? And, and you go off the deep end. But if you're a new creation, if you realize that there's something that's now changed in you, which is, which is your commitment to the Lord and, and he's worked all these wonderful things to you, then when things seem to get chaotic, your response should be different. It could be internally praying, say, Lord, what should I do? How should I address this? It could be at this point, you pulling back for a minute and pausing, and now you're thinking and you're you're, you're just saying, Lord, show me the way. Show me how to fix this or how to correct this situation. And then you come back out not fearful or not angry or so volatile that people are running away from you. But instead, they're noticing the change in you. They're seeing that, okay, there's a confidence, there's a calmness, and there's a focus in you that wasn't there before. There is a... A, a better understanding of the situation and ways to address it that wasn't there before. 
Maybe in the past, you, when you came in those situations, you kind of shifted the blame or, or try to find a scapegoat. But maybe now you don't. You just address the problem head on and then you begin to find a solution. And the things that were maybe caused by you or your team, you say, yep, this is a challenge we've had, but this is how we're going to fix it. It's a different way of communicating solutions. It's a different way of, of showing that something has changed in your life. What do you think? What do you think about that? There is always something that's happening when you're working with other people. And this goes on within churches, too. There's always something that goes on. But the question is, how do you address it? How do you deal with it? It's in those situations when things get stressful at times that you begin to see what a person, as they would say, is made of or what's inside of them. And so you need to be able to understand where you are. And speaking of that, when I'm talking about you, that's something else that should change, right? How you look at yourself. You see, if you're a new creation, then all those old things were passed away or wiped away. You know, that means that we all realize that we've done things incorrectly. We all have slipped and fallen or not done things to the best of our abilities. We realize that the Lord knows that, but he still loves us anyway, right? And knowing that he does and he wipes those things away, then the question comes, well, how should we look at it ourselves? If Jesus is looking at us one way, maybe we should kind of look at us the same way, right? And so we should begin to not take ourselves so seriously that we think we are, um, you know, the best person ever, ever created, that we are almost perfect second to Jesus that type of thing, or we shouldn't be on the other end of the spectrum where we just totally look down on ourselves. Well, I can't do this. Well, I'm not this person. I don't look like that. People don't like the way I look. You know, you know all the wrong focus. I would suggest to you, when we look at what has changed, what should change is your perception of who you are in Christ. That's the difference. What has changed is your perception or what should have changed is your perception of who you are. You realize that you can't do everything yourself. You realize already that you're not perfect. You should realize that there's nothing that you can do that's, that is so sustainably perfect by you. You need the Lord. And so when you understand that, you measure yourself well, meaning that if the Lord sees me as, as someone he loves and he's working through me, then with him I can do all things. And it's always with him. And when you stress the with him part, then you realize something. You know what that is? That means that it isn't all about you. So now you can go through life without the pressures of, Oh, it's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. You can go through life realizing, okay, it's you and me, Jesus. And when you look at it that way, then you can attack or address or deal with whatever situations that are in front of you. To be honest with you, that alleviates a lot of stress. 
it pulls it down so you don't have to think that it's all got to be me coming up with the answers. So what's changed? What has changed now? You are a new creation. We were celebrating about the the resurrection and everything else and and that now we are a new creation in him and we have all of these wonderful um, uh, promises that are in our lives both on earth and even in heaven. And so we have many things to look forward to and to live for. So what of those things are we applying? How are we applying those things to our corporate life? Or whatever job we may work, our family life? How about our church and ministry? How about our community? How are we applying those things? How are we applying those things to business? What is it that we're doing? What has changed? We're forever going through life, coming closer and closer to the Lord, at least we should be. Knowing that, then we have to make sure that we are going on the right trajectory and making sure we're pleasing him and becoming more like him. And all that happens when you know that it's all through him that we're able to do it. Now, I'm not preaching a sermon to you or anything like that, but I'm sharing these truths that you would think about it for a minute and literally ask yourself, what has changed? Look over your last 24 months. What has changed? And don't just say, yeah, the pandemic has changed things. That's true. But that's not what I'm getting at. What has changed on how you are focused and looking at yourself, your family, your business, and all the other areas that we discussed? And if nothing's changed, then I would encourage you to begin to fix that and see what needs to be changed and ask the Lord what needs to be changed. If things have changed already, are starting to change in your life, ask the question of yourself, am I changing in the right direction or is there some slippage that's going on and so you need to think about that think about what has changed so hopefully this has been helpful for you hopefully this podcast is another set of truths in this episode that you can apply to your life that you can share with other folks and that you can begin to just live life and live it more abundantly live it fuller We're going into times of what we call spring, right? Spring and summer. You want to get out more and do things. That's great. But live it more purpose-driven. Live it more abundantly in the way that you're seeing what's changed and making sure those are the right changes that need to occur in your life. If you do that, and if you take it from that perspective of knowing that all things are possible through him, Jesus, then it makes it easier and knowing that you can continue to rise higher and higher. You can continue to apply some of these simple truths to your life. Until next time, we hope you have a great day and get ready for our next episode. Share with others what you've heard and just help us to just reach more people so that they too can make it plain. See you later.